Welcome to another episode of Mike's Money Picks. Today, we are going to do part two of the two wide receiver podcasts. These are the wide receivers that I am selling heading into next season. If you missed part one, which is the wide receivers I'm buying heading into next season, check out the podcast feed. It is available on Anchor and Spotify. This is also the last positional episode that I will be doing for the 2022 fantasy football season. So if you're wondering my thoughts on quarterbacks, running backs, or tight ends, they are available on the podcast feed. And all of my positional rankings are available on the Patreon at patreon.com slash Mike's Money Picks. Yesterday, we also uploaded our mock draft special where I got two friends to join me and we did a 16 mock draft. Again, available on the podcast feed. Check that out if you are interested. I believe I covered everything there. Uh, I am still going to be giving you more fantasy football content next week, but it will not be position by position analysis, so stay tuned for that. All right, let's start talking wide receivers. I will give the disclaimer that I gave on the running back podcast and on the other wide receiver podcast. This is not a rankings episode. When I say buy or sell, that means It is all relative to this player's current ADP, average draft position. So just because somebody is on the sell list in this episode does not mean that I am not drafting them. It means that I will not draft them at their current ADP. All of these players, most of whom are very talented, are still viable fantasy options, but I do not think that they are viable at their current ADP. Everything in fantasy football is relative to to the investment. And in this case, pre-draft, the investment is where you have to draft them at. So for these guys, they've all got concerns. They've all got just enough issues that I do not want to take them where they are currently being drafted. And prepare yourself. This is going to start with a very hot take. The first wide receiver that I am selling heading into the 2022 season is Jamar Chase of the Cincinnati Bengals. He is currently being drafted with an ADP of nine and is the third wide receiver being taken off the board. Yes, I know this is a hot take. And while I do love the talent and the play of Jamar Chase, he's an outstanding NFL player, I just can't get behind drafting him at number nine overall or the third wide receiver off the board. I can't do it. I think that Jamar Chase is somebody who is being drafted at his ceiling. What I mean by that, every player in fantasy football is going to have a range of outcomes. The bottom is the floor. The top is the ceiling. I think Jamar Chase being drafted as wide receiver three is being drafted close to his ceiling. I just can't envision a scenario where he finishes as wide receiver one or wide receiver two. I think that Cup and Jefferson both have much easier paths to that position than Chase. I also think that Chase finished as wide receiver five last season, and I think that is more the range that I would want to take him at. He does not see a huge amount of volume due to the fact that the Bengals still have a viable run game and the fact that T. Higgins is also in the offense. Chase last season was 17th in total targets and 23rd in target share. What that means is he was seeing premium targets. He has a massive average depth of target. He gets the ball thrown to him deep downfield. Further evidence of that is he finished third in the NFL in deep targets, and he was also fourth in the NFL in touchdowns. If you were to even all things out, 
There's a metric called expected points per game, which kind of evens out quarterback production, field position, you know, the ability of the team as a whole, and just kind of creates a normalized curve for wide receiver scoring. Chase would have finished as wide receiver 12 in expected points per game last season. Another alarming fact for Chase is the fact that he is very boom or bust. Last season, he scored 19% of his season total in one game in week 17. Now, if you had him on your roster, you probably won your fantasy championship because of Jamar Chase's performance in that game. But due to that boom or bust nature, I just can't get behind drafting that guy with my first round pick as number nine off the board. I just can't do it. So while I like Chase's talent, I think he is much more of a second round pick than a first round pick. If you were to take away that one performance last season and he were to have ended as, say, wide receiver 9 or 10, I think the sentiment on Chase would be a lot different than where it's at right now. And so for that reason, Jamar Chase finds himself as the first wide receiver on my sell list for 2022. Next up on the sell list is Mike Evans of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He currently has an ADP of 29 and is the ninth wide receiver being taken off the board, which makes sense because he did finish last season as wide receiver nine. However, I do have a lot of concerns when it comes to Mike Evans. Last season, the Buccaneers led the NFL in total pass attempts. For this entire offense, the volume was at a level that no other team in the league was at. With Tom Brady entering his age 45 season, and with Todd Bowles now being the head coach in Tampa Bay, I do not see the Buccaneers leading the NFL in pass attempts again, which will lead to decreased targets for all Buccaneers pass catchers. Which is not a good thing for Evans, because he finished 25th in the league last season in total targets. So what that means is, he much outperformed the number of targets he had with his production because he finished his wide receiver 9. A big reason for that is he finished 2nd among receivers with 14 touchdowns. 14 touchdowns. It's a lot. So I think that Evans is in line for some big time regression this season. I think he has a lot of different players to compete with for targets, including the running back Leonard Fournette, including the signed wide receivers Julio Jones and Russell Gage, and also teammate Chris Godwin, who will be coming back sooner rather than later from that ACL injury. So with Evans, while again, I love his talent as a player, I just can't get behind drafting him as wide receiver nine. I would take him much more likely in the wide receiver 12 to 15 range. The third wide receiver that I'm selling heading into 22 is Jalen Waddell of the Miami Dolphins. He currently has an ADP of 39 and is the 14th wide receiver being taken off the board. Jalen Waddell last season actually finished around this number. He was wide receiver 13 last season. A big reason why was the number of targets that he saw. He was 10th in the NFL in targets and 17th in target share. So if some of this volume were to say go away, that would mean that he would not be able to finish in the same spot as last year. I think that some of that volume will go away because Tyreek Hill is now a Miami Dolphin. I think that Tyreek Hill is going to command a lot of targets in Miami, and I don't think that they're going to be a super pass-heavy offense given that their new head coach is Mike McDaniel, formerly of the San Francisco 49ers, and their quarterback is still Tua Tagovailoa, who, while he was outstanding at Alabama, is yet to show that he is a quality NFL deep and intermediate pass thrower. He's much more comfortable throwing short passes, which is also evidence in Jalen Waddle's profile from last season, as Jalen Waddle only had an average depth of target of 6.3 yards, which was 88th in the league. So 
Waddle. I just don't see the ceiling there to draft him here at wide receiver 14 overall. He's not going to see a lot of deep targets. He's not going to see a lot of red zone targets. He might see a lot of targets still, but I think that Tyreek Hill is going to eat into the number of targets. And so I just don't think that he's going to be able to return the same production that he gave us last season. And I can't get behind drafting him at wide receiver 14. Next up on the sell list is Terry McLaurin of the Washington Commanders. He is currently being drafted with an ADP of 42, and he is the 16th wide receiver being drafted off the board. So what I really want to do with Terry McLaurin is ask y'all a question. Can somebody explain to me why a wide receiver who has never finished in the top 20 at his position is being drafted as the 16th receiver off the board? I simply can't come up with a good reason. If your reason is that Carson Wentz is the best quarterback of Terry McLaurin's career, I think that that may be accurate, but I just, I don't think Carson Wentz is a great NFL quarterback. And also, Terry McLaurin came into the NFL at the same time as his college teammate, Dwayne Haskins, and Dwayne Haskins was simply giving Terry McLaurin a massive amount of targets that first season, and he still couldn't finish in the top 20 in wide receivers. Last season, Terry McLaurin finished his wide receiver 25 last season, and that number actually gets worse if you look at points per game. He would have been wide receiver 29 in terms of points per game, and it wasn't because of a lack of workload. Terry McLaurin was 13th in the league in targets and second in deep targets last season, so he was not only getting the ball a lot, he was getting the ball downfield a lot. And he still finished his wide receiver 25. So I just can't get behind drafting him at this price tag at wide receiver 16. I think he's much more appropriate in the mid-20s at at simply his profile. I just can't get behind the whole Carson Wentz to McLaurin connection. I just don't think he's in line for a top 20 season, which again, he hasn't done his entire career. If you like all of the stats that you are hearing in this episode and you are wondering, where can I have access to those? Well, you are in luck. Head to patreon.com slash Mike's Money Picks. It is all available and more in my 2022 fantasy football draft guide. Only $3 a month to subscribe to my Patreon and it will pay for itself with this draft guide. It's got all the information that you're hearing and more. So head on over to patreon.com slash Mike's Money Picks. It is the draft guide that will help you win your league this season. The next wide receiver on the sell list for 2022 is DK Metcalf of the Seattle Seahawks. He is currently being drafted with an ADP of 45 and is the 18th wide receiver being taken off the board. On the surface, that sounds like a reasonable price tag because DK Metcalf was wide receiver 14 last season and he was 20th among wide receivers in points per game. He was 14th in the league in targets and 8th in target share, so the volume is definitely there. He also finished 3rd in deep targets. Last season, DK Metcalf also finished first in unrealized air yards, which is a stat that I went over last episode where it basically takes into account all of the yards that he could have had if every pass his way were completed. So it would seem to reason that DK Metcalf is in line for more production based off of all those stats. However, here's the cause of concern. Russell Wilson is no longer a Seattle Seahawk. DK Metcalf is going to be getting passes thrown to him by Drew Locke or Geno Smith, neither of whom are the elite deep ball thrower that Russell Wilson is. So for a wide receiver who is dependent on getting the ball thrown to him deep, I just don't trust the fact that the quarterback play has gone downhill, and I do not trust drafting him at wide receiver 18, knowing that he is going to have a different quarterback than he's had his first three NFL seasons, and his quarterback this year is not going to be as good as Russell Wilson. So for that reason, DK Metcalf finds himself here on the sell list.
The next wide receiver that I am selling heading into the 2022 season is Michael Thomas of the New Orleans Saints. He currently has an ADP of 74 and is the 31st wide receiver being taken off the board. A big cause of concern with Michael Thomas is the fact that he has not played since the 2020 season. And in that 2020 season, he only played seven games and he averaged 12 points per game in PPR scoring. So basically, why would I want to take a guy who's played seven out of his last 33 available games? I just don't see a big reason why. And also, I know the production he had in 2018 and 2019 was elite level production, but he also had Drew Brees as his quarterback and Sean Payton as his head coach. Sean Payton, one of the better offensive minds in the league. And so this season, he's entering a situation where Jameis Winston is his quarterback. He's played seven games in the last two seasons, and I just don't see a very easy path for Michael Thomas to finish as a top 20, top 25 receiver. And so for that reason, I'm totally out on his price tag at wide receiver 31. If he were somebody who was being taken way further back in drafts, I would totally be okay with it. But I think that because of the name, because of his greatness in the past, people are overvaluing Michael Thomas, and I just can't get behind drafting him there at wide receiver 31. I'd much rather take options there on the board that have a lot more upside and a lot less health concerns. So for that reason, Michael Thomas is on the sell list. The last wide receiver on the sell list for 2022 is Gabriel Davis of the Buffalo Bills. He is currently being drafted with an ADP of 77. It is the 33rd wide receiver being taken off the board. So with Gabriel Davis, I think it's a simple case of all of us watched the Buffalo-Kansas City game in the playoffs last season, and all of us fell in love with the talent that is Gabriel Davis as he absolutely went off in that game. However, when you look at his season-long numbers, there's a lot of cause for concern. Last season, in the regular season, Gabriel Davis finished as the 58th wide receiver in fantasy football. 58th, and we're drafting him as the 33rd wide receiver off the board right now. If you do not count the postseason, he only had six games where he had double-digit fantasy points last season. That's about a third of the games in an NFL regular season at this point. That's not a good number from a guy that you're going to be drafting to possibly start on your team this season. He only had one game over 16 points in the regular season. So for the regular season, if you look at his points total and you look at the game he had against Kansas City in the playoffs, that one game was about 42% of his season total just in that one game against Kansas City. So I just don't see consistent like success and production for Gabriel Davis. And so for that reason, I'm totally out on his price tag at wide receiver 33. However, I do think there are some characteristics about Gabriel Davis that make him a viable dart throw if you can get him later in drafts than that number. If you can get him as, say, I don't know, like the late 30s in terms of wide receivers or like the 90s in terms of ADP, I think there is some potential that he could break out this season. Here's why. Starting in week 14, he began being used regularly in two wide receiver sets for the Bills. And so he had four straight regular season games and two straight postseason games where he saw over 80% of the snap share, meaning he was in the game at least 80% of the times. In those four regular season games, he averaged 13.7 fantasy points. He only saw over eight targets one time. That 13.7 fantasy points per game would have been good for wide receiver 29 last season. So I think that that's pretty much his upside. Wide receiver 29 is probably like the absolute 
absolute ceiling of upside that Gabriel Davis can finish. And obviously that one game in Kansas City, if he gives you one of those again, he's going to win a week for you. So because of those characteristics, he is somebody that I would actually happily take on my team if he were being drafted later in drafts. But I think that because of that one big game that was on national TV that everybody watched and everybody fell in love with him, I think that he's being overvalued. And for that reason, he finds his way onto the sell list for 2022. So there you have it. Those are seven wide receivers who I am selling heading into the 2022 season. Remember, just because they're on this sell list does not mean that I will not be taking them in any of my fantasy drafts. It just means that I won't be taking them where they're currently being taken. Buying and selling is the art of fantasy football. Understanding the price tag of ADP and where you are drafting guys at and what their production is will allow you to win more games this season. So, That concludes all of my positional analysis in fantasy football this season. Like I said earlier, if you want to listen to the quarterbacks, running backs, or tight end podcast, they are all available here on Spotify and Anchor. And if you want my full positional rankings, they are available on the Patreon at patreon.com slash Mike's Money Picks. We also have our full 2022 draft guide also available on the Patreon for premium members only, patreon.com slash Mike's Money Picks. That one draft guide will pay for itself with the premium membership. Take my word for it. All right, so I will still be providing more fantasy football content coming your way along with the weekly golf podcasts. It will just be different kind of topics instead of just the position-by-position analysis. So thank you for listening. Best of luck in all your drafts. Hopefully I can help you win your league this season. And I will see you next time.